The Patriots blew it. The Dolphins blew it. There were lots of teams that just couldn't put it all together. Welcome back into ISM. I'm Dave, and I'm joined by my resent-filled brother, Josh, who wants me to be resent-filled. And this is Irreverent Sports Meandering, a podcast where two brothers from two states away try to bond by arguing sports. If you want to know the moment or how to live cynically in a world, in a sports world podcast drops, hit the subscribe button. And if you want to join in the irreverence, you can email us at Dave and Josh at ismpodcast.com. Remember, we are not professionals. So if you don't like our opinions, that's too bad. Uh, We got a great show for you tonight. We are going to run through some fantasy football stuff as we get into the playoffs Uh, We got a Mount Rushmore of players who just need to be off their NFL teams. Um, But first, uh, Zach Wilson, is he the biggest bust in NFL history? Today is December 23rd, 2022. Let's get irreverent. All right, Josh, it's been like four weeks, man. We have been on a hiatus with Thanksgiving and sickness and, you know, our wives, date nights, you know. Those are important. Yes, more important than the people listening to this podcast, but not that more important than the people talking. So, Josh, uh, let's just jump right in, man. Like, let's talk some football. Let's talk the Jets. Let's talk Zach Wilson. Um, He got benched this week. Like, so we're going to talk about week 15 games, but we're in week 16 and the Jets played last night and he got benched in the third quarter. Is he done? I don't think he plays a football game for the Jets again. I mean. Never again, really. I mean, they just put out their practice squad guy, like, on purpose. Like, he didn't get hurt. They were like, hey, this guy, he literally can only throw out 15 yards. Let's go with him. Like, that's, it's, he may play in the NFL again. I'm not saying that, especially with recent quarterbacks who have kind of rebounded their careers. It was kind of giving more hope in quarterbacks that start off badly, but I mean, we're almost into fully the full second season and he has not made any strides. In fact, he looks like he's gotten worse. He does look like he's gotten worse. I, I, I totally agree. I don't know if he's going to be able to pull off the Trubisky where you go to another team and become great. Um, that's not called the Trubisky. Oh, it's not. No, because Trubisky is still not good. Oh, he isn't? Oh, dang. I just had to mention him. That's like, I'm like... The one the one per episode? Okay, let's move yeah, on. Yeah, one per episode, you know. Um, but uh, Zach Wilson, is he the biggest bust in NFL history? I don't or think so. Or that still go to Ryan Leaf? I think Ryan Leaf still is, yeah. Just because it was so epic. Like, Zach Wilson has actually played somewhat okay enough to start, you know, what is he, game... 20 now game 21 i don't even know yeah yeah something like that like how many games did ryan leaf actually start in his career um, like something ridiculously small number yeah yeah we talked about it one week but uh, yeah yeah i don't remember what it is but it's not much yeah i agree like zach wilson is definitely not the worst ever um it's between ryan leaf and uh um jamarcus russell <laughs> for the worst ones ever um so did you hear the other news with the Jets this week? What news? About Miles Austin, their wide receivers coach, uh, is being suspended uh, for gambling. Oh, no way. 
Yeah. So like even more drama with the Jets. Um, so Zach Wilson, maybe probably never playing another game for the Jets, their wide receiver coach. Like at one point we thought the Jets were going to the playoffs. I don't believe that anymore. <laughs> yeah. Um, they've lost four in a row, I think. Right. Or yeah. maybe more. No, no, no. Um, four in a row. Well, they were six and four at one point. No, they, so cause they won some with Mike White. You're right. They did. No, no, no. I think they lost those games still. You sure? Okay. Yeah, I'll I mean, he played start. good, but like, I think they lost them. But, um, but yeah, they were six and four at one point. Another, I think there's, I mean, what are we? We're at week sixteen. Yeah, yeah, you're but right, man. They are on a four game losing streak. They are, they are a four game losing streak. But they are seven and seven. Um, they're seven and eight. I don't know how that's possible, but they're seven and eight. They're not seven and eight because it's week sixteen, oh. right? Oh yeah, but they've. Well, that's 15 games. Yeah, but they've, they've had a bye. Week 16 game. They've had a bye. I understand. They've already played their week 16 game, but that's 15 oh, games. Oh, yeah, but that's because of Thursday. Oh, yeah, I'm looking yeah, at the yeah. week It's because stuff. of where we're, <laughs> we're recording I'm, I'm, this. So. Oh, my lord. yeah. <laughs> okay. You did most, get your degree in math, it. didn't you? Well, it doesn't matter how good you are with numbers if you're just looking at the wrong thing. <laughs> 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 That's okay. fair. That is fair. Nothing, that is fair. nothing will save bad information. <laughs> <laughs> that is very, very, very true. Well, speaking of Zach Wilson, um, you know, let's talk. Let's talk about our Mount Rushmore of players who need to be cut. Um, and the, the very top of mine is Zach Wilson. I assume he's on yours as well. Yeah. 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 So like Zach Wilson, he's like the poster boy right now. Of players that just need to be cut. Maybe they can, you know, get to another team, start off brand new. But Zach Wilson needs to not be on the Jets. Agreed. Uh, my first one that's not Zach Wilson. <laughs> Should we just call this the the Zach Wilson of players who need to be cut? Or wait, um... <laughs> the Zach Wilson. Of players. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love when we try to do stuff off the cuff, like. Yeah, it's, I know. It's like, you, like I'm terrible. You're ter- it's it's hilarious. I, it just reminds me every time how like not funny we actually are, like in real life. <laughs> we're actually stupid. We're actually really dumb. I got Matt Ryan. Uh he's been benched mm-hmm. twice this year already. Mm-hmm. Um I mean Nick Foles is coming in for him next week. Now, I don't know if it's really needs to happen. I feel like that's a huge downgrade. But uh, I mean Jeff Saturday is like he's crazy. I don't know what's going on. He lost 30. Oh, man. We're going to talk about that later, but man. Yeah, that, that, that Colts <laughs> the game. The milestones he's setting are not great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get into that Colts game. We'll get into the Colts game. Um, <laughs> um, uh, mine is uh, after Zach Wilson is Brandon Cooks. He got to go. He's got a bad attitude. Like, he's kind of injured, but not really. He's just got a bad attitude. Uh, he needs to not be on the Texans, but he might not be good enough to play anymore. He's kind of old. So yeah, I don't know. This could be the end of Brandon Cooks. Uh, but man, ugh, how quick was his descend though? Like, like he he fell off the cliff so quickly because last year he was a solid player. Oh yeah, absolutely. At least solid fantasy player. I don't watch a lot of Houston Texans games because they don't play them a lot in prime time Fair. or around this area at all. They probably don't <laughs> right. even play them in Texas. In Houston, um, they probably don't even play it in Houston. 
So I don't I don't really watch him play a lot, and definitely not recently. Maybe a little more when he was on the uh, the Patriots and the Saints. But right. Um, yeah, I mean, he was good last year. He he was a really like kind of a target hog. So that's not. I mean, he still is getting a lot of targets. It's just this year, like everyone's like, okay, well, they really have no one now. Like they have right. this guy. And that's it. Does Lovey Smith get fired? I don't think he deserves it. I don't see how you keep your job when you only win one game, though. You I know? feel like he had his he has his arms like tied, but they didn't even give him arms. He's just a dude out there with a torso trying to call plays and win a game. <laughs> agreed, agreed, agreed. All right, who's your next player? I got Kareem Hunt. This is less Ooh. of a he's bad, but more of a just let him go and let him be good again. Let him play football again at a high super high level and give him 200 touches and like uh like just let him go yeah <laughs> like, i agree i agree cleveland, like, cleveland at this point is just is just being spiteful like they should have cut him just to, or at minimum traded him for like a seventh rounder you know yeah i mean it's really i mean he's he's gonna be he's gonna go to free agency this year he's gonna get paid um you know enough time is past since his incident um that he's uh you know he'll he'll rebound a little bit from this uh from that uh kind of downfall he went through a couple years back he's only 27 he's got like three years to go before he drops off and he's got fresh legs yep he's got fresh legs so whatever team he gets he goes to where do you think he'll go oh anybody I, i really don't i think he's a really good player i don't think he's someone people are going to target for um, longevity. So more than likely, you know, it'll be a team yeah. who has playoff aspirations and wants to get a backfield solid. Okay. Uh, my next one's a running back as well. Uh, Cam Akers. Uh, he needs to get out of there. Like he, he, he has been, he started, he's been benched. He started again. He's been benched. He's starting again. Um, and, and, and he's getting playing time, but man, he's just, he's not what they need. And I don't know if it's because he's not good or if it's some issue with the coaching staff and him or, or what, but Cam Akers for the Rams needs to go. My last one is, uh, uh, Russell Wilson, but they can't, of course, cut him because they will never they gave, cut him because he's they, there forever. <laughs> They gave him three. They gave three first round picks for him and gave him like a seven year contract. Like, oh my gosh, it's. I mean, it's. It blows my mind. He's going nowhere, but man, holy cow, who in the world would have seen this coming? Has this has? What's really sad here is you really thought Pete Carroll was going to be the one shown to be the terrible coach. Right, that's what I thought. I thought the Seahawks were going to be just wickedly terrible this year. And man, where did they just show you you were wrong? I know. Maybe I know. Russell Wilson really has just been protected all these years. Maybe that's why they shouldn't have let him cook. Maybe. Maybe that's why they never did. Yeah, I agree. I don't know. Um, my last guy is a quarterback as well. But, but, but back on Russell Wilson for just a second. Um, Denver has so dug themselves a, themselves a hole, though. You know what I mean? Like, there, there's, this is going to affect things for the next 10 years. This for is sure. not something you quickly get out of. No, for sure. And he might turn it around enough that, you know, they can. The problem is, is that they don't have like this was their Super Bowl run. 
Like this was right. it. This well, is we're, it, we're well, standing... and they play in like the toughest, one of the toughest divisions. You know, like the Chiefs are good, the Chargers are good, the Raiders are supposed to be good. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I can't believe this is where we're at. You know. Well, so my fourth player and final on my Mount Rushmore is going. I think might be a surprise to some. Um, he's a quarterback. Uh, plays in the NFC uh, West. Uh, Kyler Murray. I what? think he needs to get out of Arizona, dude. Like him and the coach aren't vibing. Him and the team aren't vibing. He has so much bad press out there. Like he, I mean, even his ex teammates are just pounding him right now. Like Patrick Peterson coming out and saying that he's selfish. You know what I mean? Like it's just, it's crazy. He needs to get a new start. Yeah, I mean, I think mostly they just need to get a new coach. I think he can get a new start if they get. Dude, I don't, I don't know if it's the coach's fault. I think his hams are his hams. <laughs> I'm having ham on Sunday, so I'm super excited. But um, his hands are just hamstrung. You know, he he's he's stuck. Like he couldn't even fire. Listen to this. He couldn't even fire his offensive uh, offensive line coach that he wanted to fire, who ended up who ended up getting fired. Or whatever, like he wanted to fire him at the beginning of the year. He ended up getting fired in the Mexico game for uh, sexually assaulting a woman in Mexico the the night before the game. That's wild. But he wanted to get rid of him before. So it's it's nuts. But I don't think Cliff Kingsbury is the issue. I really don't. I think it's Kyler. I mean, yeah. I mean, this year I've not been impressed. It's so funny because last year, around week two the beginning of the season i was like we were saying the exact opposite like he looked like he was amazing like he's he was doing what jalen hurts was doing and just explode like just exploding yeah. but then then it all just went to crap yeah and, they, they were 10 and 2 10 and 2 last year and they and they and they then lost like six like what was it like i think it was like four of their last five games or something including the playoff mm-hmm like it's just, yeah, I don't, I don't know what's going on with them, but I don't think it's Cliff Kingsbury. I really do believe um, that it's Kyler Murray. Although I did read an article today that part of Cliff Kingsbury, and this is interesting, is that he's kind of, uh, he's got an aversion to uh, conflict. So like he doesn't like to call out players individually. Wow, that's um, a terrible quality to have when you're a coach. I know, like he's a players coach. But sometimes you got to be that disciplinarian in the NFL. You know what I mean? It's not like true of all areas of life, but as an NFL coach, sometimes you you got to be you got to be mean. So that's my Mount Rushmore. Um, it's actually one of my favorite things we do is this Mount Rushmore thing. But uh, Josh, let's go ahead. Let's jump into uh, the games from this last week real quick. Uh, we'll just touch on each one. Um, see if there's anything you want to say about it or anything I want to say. Uh, we'll start with the uh, Thursday night game last week. The 49ers playing the Seahawks. Thoughts? Yeah, Purdy did a good job. Purdy did a pretty good job. Um, <laughs> I hate that. <laughs> he really didn't need to do a lot because they gave Christian McCaffrey the ball at what seemed to be like every other play. Actually, no, it seemed like every play. Yeah. Uh, but he did hit Kittle down the field. Uh, well, actually, he hit Kittle midway down the field, and then Kittle just ran away from people who didn't want to tackle him. 
Um, Which that that's me. Like if he were running at me, I wouldn't want to tackle him. You know, I probably would spring my ankle <laughs> on purpose. I'm like, oh, oh, dang, George. The funny part is that it probably wouldn't be on purpose. It just I would spring it right before <laughs> I tried to do anything. Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> we're so out of shape. It's that's because I'm funny. old and out of shape. So yeah, I mean, what did you think about this yep. game? Brock Purdy, like he's I, I didn't know if he was going to play, so I wasn't sure. But when he did play and he played injured, he still played well. Like so, yeah, I'm I'm a Purdy fan. Like went to Iowa State and with Brees Hall, and played there with him. And uh, and maybe it wasn't all Brees Hall at Iowa State. Part maybe it was partly Purdy. Uh, let's move on to the Vikings Colts. The Vikings beat the Colts thirty nine to thirty six. Um, but this was the wildest game maybe in NFL history. Yeah, give a quick synopsis because some people may not have watched this game. Uh, Okay, so the Colts, they were up. uh, You ready for this? Like, just, it blows my mind. 33 to 0. The Colts were up 33 to 0, and (laughs) it all went away. And they lost 39 to 36. They only got three points in that second half. The play calling by Jeff Saturday is atrocious, atrocious, that you can just let a 33-point lead go away without, like, it really didn't seem hard for the Vikings, you know what I mean? Like, it just seemed like they were playing their regular game. <laughs> like, it, it never seemed hard for them. But they, uh, that's, it's the greatest comeback in, the, in NFL history. Well, also mention the fact that um, they were up 33 nothing at halftime. And at halftime, no team has ever come back from more, more than 27 points. And it was the right. Buffalo Bills back in 1991, quarterbacked by Frank Wright, who actually was the coach of the Colts just a few games ago. And then Jeff Saturday gets the honor of being the coach that gave up more points than the Bills had to come back from that, that week by 33. So it's so, I mean, that how many games have been played in the NFL over its entirety? A, a ton, <laughs> a ton of games and not a single team has done that. And Jeff Saturday just did. So I don't think Jeff Saturday is going to have a job anywhere, pretty much anywhere. He's going to go back to ESPN and start and coach high school football again. Although I don't even know if the high schools are going to want him at this point. I feel like he goes back to that high school. The, uh, the athletic director is going to be like, so, um, you know, my, my nephew really wanted uh, to coach the team. So this year, so yeah. I'm just going to let him. Yeah. We, we, we got an opening for you uh, in, in JFL junior football league. You know, so yeah. you, you can coach the eighth graders. Yeah. <laughs> can you imagine going from NFL to junior high? Like, Oh, my Lord. <laughs> anyway, although some of those quarterbacks in the junior high are probably better than Matt Ryan at this point in his career. Anyway, uh, that was mean. That was mean. I don't. Well, I do actually hate Matt Ryan, but it's because he went to Boston College. And that's the only reason <laughs> as an as a Notre Dame fan. Um, uh, next up, the Browns beat the Ravens 13-3. Um, Deshaun Watson uh, uh, is okay. he wasn't very good. Like, they're not good, but the Ravens, without Lamar Jackson and without Rashad Bateman and with Duvernay getting injured and uh, 
trading away Marquise, uh, Marquise Brown, um, they're not very good. <laughs> so they need nope. Lamar Jackson back to save them. They, they really do. They really, really do. Um, J.K. Dobbins was like the one bright spot in this game that was fun to watch. But uh, yeah, that, this was a pretty boring game. Yeah, that was a good pickup on your part. Oh, well, thank you. I had a waiver claim for him, too, by the way. Well, tough luck. You've beaten me twice in two weeks on waiver claims, and I'm starting to get a little angry. Um, the Bills beat the Dolphins in quite an epic game in the snow in the fourth quarter. Uh, Josh Allen had uh, 304 yards and four touchdowns. Uh, Josh Allen, it's between him and Mahomes for best quarterback in the NFL right now. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty obvious. Do we I think Tua, is, Tua, is Tua in the top five? Is no. Is Tua in the top ten? Oh, top five. Maybe, is he in the top ten? Maybe six. I, I would say top ten. So you think uh, – okay, all right. So you, 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 you buy into this whole Tua thing. Oh, no. I just mean, like, he has the team around him to, to be the top – one of the top quarter, well, top ten quarterbacks. Yeah, I think he's. I think he's top ten. Yeah. Okay. I. Cool. I don't think I could put ten guys in front of him. I think I would. Okay. That's all I'm trying to think of in my head is I don't think there's ten guys I would be like. Definitely, I want those ten guys over him. How about this guy? Would you rather have Justin Fields? Yes. Justin Fields and the Bears lost to the Eagles, 25-20, um, and they could have won that game. They could have won that game. The Eagles were just constantly giving the game to the bears <laughs> like it was three turnovers i think two interceptions by uh by jalen hurts and a fumble um and justin fields I, dude i'm telling you he looks he's looking better and better yeah i mean this particular game you know he he's up i think he's completed percentages like in the 60s mm-hmm. which uh you know isn't overall terrible or anything like that 66 percent it's actually pretty good um pass rating was good he only threw the ball 21 times uh which is surprising because we were playing the eagles we really i really thought he was gonna have to throw the ball a lot more uh to stay in it but we kind of stayed in it anyway um mm-hmm. obviously got it done with his legs like always i really i don't know if he's actually gonna ever be able to like sling the ball but for now everything's fine you know he's so dangerous on the ground on the ground that it's like the huge passing windows open up right because right. of that right. but the and this is the part that's scary and this might be a little scary for Lamar Jackson too is you know when they lose a half a step and they're no yeah. longer blazing fast have they put together enough over the years to like become a a respectable pocket passer you know, because eventually that if they're successful in this league, that portion of their career will come into play. Look at Aaron Rodgers when he first he meant he was blazing fast when he first started in the league. And 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 I guess it's a little bit of a different comparison because he was a great passer to begin with. But but now that part of his game is gone. Right. But he still has the arm so he can still play really. See, I, I was thinking it's more like Michael Vick. Michael Vick was now he was blazing fast. Um, and he did lose a step, but he's, his passing became solid by the oh, end of absolutely. the time yep. his career in, with the Philadelphia. Like, absolutely. yeah. So, I mean, it just depends. Can they take that step in their, in their passing? 
Um, Justin Fields is a worker, as is Lamar Jackson. So it'll be interesting to see where their careers go. Uh, but the Bears could have won this game until Valus Jones fumbled the ball. Um, there's another guy who needs to be off the team. Oh, yeah. I was going to throw him on here, and then I'm just like, ah, oh, it's just easy, like, low-hanging fruit. <laughs> but he really was that bad. Like, he has not been good. No. Um, so, all right, moving on to the Falcons. The Falcons lost to the Saints 21-18. to um, They decided to start uh, Desmond Ritter this week. Any thoughts? Was it worth talking about even? The Lions beat the Jets 20-17. to <laughs> last week i know we already talked about them this week um zach wilson did not look by his numbers terrible he was 317 and two. yeah he wasn't he wasn't terrible in that game i agree but he was 18 for 35 which is terrible horrendous right um uh lions are threatening the playoffs. To make the playoffs they're gonna make the playoffs what is crazy is that we could be seeing the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Detroit Lions make the playoffs this year. I know. That's exciting. It is bonkers. Like, and to be honest, I'm okay with rooting for the Lions. Like, I'm okay with it because I just don't feel like they're like a real fo- football team. <laughs> and just because they've been in our division for so long and been terrible right. for so long, it's just like, oh, my Lord. Like, yeah, get, get some success there. Like, let those yeah. people have – you know, good feelings. Not that we have had great ones, but at least we've seen the Super Bowl. <laughs> we had 1985. <laughs> well, at least we've seen the Super Bowl in the last 40 years. You know, it's like, yeah, yeah. It's, it, I'm okay with it. Like, which probably would shock s- some people because I actually don't even draft their players onto my fantasy team because I don't want to root for our division rivals that much. But, right. Um, but yeah, I'm okay with it. I don't think I'm going to like full on root for them, I don't think. But I mean, I think I'm going to, I think Jared Goff got a raw deal in uh, LA. Um, And so I'm, I'm kind of rooting for them for sure. Okay. Um, And the jets aren't going to make the playoffs anymore. At one point we did, we thought so Uh, the Steelers and uh, I'm sorry, it's the second time, but we're actually talking about the Steelers and Mitch Trubisky beat the Panthers 24 to 16. Um, This is the headline on the game. Trubisky solid. That's all I got for you, folks. He threw for 179 <laughs> yards and no touchdowns. How and sad no inter- is that when it says Trubisky solid <laughs> and he threw for only 179 yards? I love you so much, Mitch. I love you so much, Biscuits. But, man, like, I really I, – I, I want the See, best. See, the thing is is that if Mitch Trubisky were to come on, come on the show, he would be like, dude, I'm not good. Let it go. You're starting to creep me out like, by this <laughs> point in his career, okay? Like – Oh, that's so anyway. funny. That's so funny. Um, yeah, so, I mean, Steelers, uh, the Panthers, uh, Sam Darnold uh, didn't really play that great either. It's, yeah, it is what it is. Um, next up, the Jaguars beat the Cowboys 40-34 to um, on a really, really good game. I mean, uh-huh. <laughs> really good game. Did you rewatch that game? Did you watch it? Not the whole thing. Not the whole thing, but I'm going to say right now, I think this is Trevor Lawrence's coming out party. Like when we look back at his career, this is the game. I think so. You know, he was, he, you know, last night when he was playing the Jets, it, it was bad weather and he, he was, he didn't 
have a ridiculous game or anything, but no. he has been on fire and he was the number one pick last year or two years ago. And he's, you know, I mean, Peyton Manning would, you know, wasn't Peyton Manning until like really year three. Right. So maybe he is going to be, maybe he is everything that everybody said he was going to be. I know I'm going to be shocked because I, I wanted to, I kind of dogged him, but, yeah, you did big time. I did, I did, and if he does, that's awesome, and I'm and I'm happy for him because he's a good guy. Like he actually is a good person. Um, I'm excited that the Jaguars with Doug Peterson are doing well. It shows me that maybe Doug Peterson wasn't the issue in Philly, and maybe it was Carson Wentz. Yeah, I mean, I mean, everything's worked out for Carson Wentz since he left the Eagles, though. So I know, right? Carson Wentz had his best years with Doug Peterson, and yep. since he didn't have Doug Peterson. He's not been very good. <laughs> He's been benched on both his teams at certain points. Um, also, the Cowboys, uh, are they a contender for the Super Bowl? Or have we lost all hope in them after a few, uh, almost losing to Houston and then losing to Jacksonville? I just think this is, this is just more proof that, like, Dak Prescott is not elite. Uh, yeah, I've been saying that for years. Yeah, I agree. If you want to, oh, like we were, our little conversation about Tua earlier, that's a guy I would not take over Tua. I would not take him over Tua. Oh, yeah, I would take Tua above him, right? I agree. Yeah. I think he's good. I think he's definitely a starting quarterback in the NFL. and 100%. 100%. Shouldn't, shouldn't be benched or anything like that. But no. He but he needs stuff lead. around him. He can't, yep. he, he can't be the player. Agreed. Yeah. So, are, is Dallas going to sign Odell? Or is that <laughs> left the building? I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. Okay. All right. All right. Moving on to the next game. Uh, the Chiefs uh, barely beat the Texans. <laughs> barely beat the Texans, but they did. Uh, so uh, their kicker wasn't kicking very well. And uh, so in overtime, um, instead of kicking, trying to kick a field goal when they were about 25 yards out after getting a, uh, I can't remember if it was an interception or a fumble. Um, I think it was an interception. Uh, they went for the touchdown instead of kicking the field goal to win, to win the game. So it was an interesting game, uh, but it is what it is. The Chiefs beat Houston. Everyone thought they would. They just didn't know it looked like this. Yeah. Um, Derek McKinnon blows up. Again. Yeah, right? I mean, Pacheco still had a good game, 86 yards on 15 carries. Um, but yeah, Jarek McKinnon, 10 carries, 52 yards, but then he also had eight catches for 70. Yeah, and found the end zone, end zone twice. Yep. Yeah, he's if 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 you have him, he might be worth starting. I have Pacheco, and I'm not in the playoffs anymore. So tells you something. Um, next up, the Broncos uh, got off the snide and beat the Cardinals twenty-four to fifteen. Uh, the Cardinals are reeling. They're reeling, uh, and I know we just talked about that. Uh, and as much as I don't think Cliff Kingsbury maybe should be fired, um, I think he's going to be. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty obvious. Um, yeah. the, the Broncos with Brett Rip, Ripien. Ripien. Although, although I'll say he's this, done. can the Cardinals do it? I mean, the NFL literally last week just sent out a letter telling the NFL teams, hey, stop this cutting of coaches and general managers and eating all that money because you're losing a ton. And Kingsbury, I think, has like seven years left. 
No. Really? He has something like that, yeah. I mean, he's got a ginormous buyout. So, I mean, that's that's that. Uh, the Broncos did beat the Cardinals um, with, with, like Jocelyn, or like Josh said, with uh, uh, Rippon. Um, this week, I think Russell Wilson is back, and uh, we'll see what he can do. Probably nothing. Um, okay, so I know I said the Colts-Vikings game was the wildest game, and I know I said the Cowboys-Jaguars game was pretty wild, and I know I said the Bills-Dolphins game was pretty great, but nothing can top the Patriots-Raiders game. All right, that was a great comeback by the Vikings. But this ended in such a uh, notorious Raiders way, winning 30 to 24 on some bogus throwback across the field to Mac Jones, but getting intercepted by a defensive lineman. If you didn't watch this, watch the final play of the Raiders Patriots game. They're tied, they're moving the ball. Uh, the Patriots get a good run. And then instead of going down and going into overtime, they decide to start that whole like, uh, you know, miracle play where you keep throwing it backwards and it bit them in the butt and they lost. Uh, I need you to, Josh, are you there? Yeah. Okay. I need you to know my, my, one of my friends uh, really needed the Raiders to lose. Cause he, he was like, you know what? I'm done. I'm off. I'm not, I'm not going to have them. I don't want them to win anymore. I want them to get a draft pick. And then they win notoriously like this. And he's like, he's like, the Raiders just hate me. Like <laughs> they try whenever I want them to win, they lose. And when I want them to lose, they win. Um, that final play of that game was unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, so the set to set this up, like what happened was uh, the Raiders had just thrown a touchdown to Keelan Cole in the corner of the end zone. That was like reviewed for like ever because his foot like blended in with like the white line. And after that play, um, they kick it off to the, to the Patriots. Patriots have the ball reminder. Steven and Stevenson, uh, basically on the last play of the game, Ronda Stevenson, but just, Busts off a really big run, but he was getting tackled. Well, he was getting trapped and about to get tackled, and time was running out, so he tossed the ball back to Jacoby Myers. And Jacoby Myers starts running around backwards, and he saw an open dude, so he decides to throw it back to him. Unfortunately, the open dude was, well, it was Mac Jones, and there was a massive, massive defensive player in between him and the ball. And the defensive player basically just jumped up, caught the ball. It was not an interception because it was a lateral. So he just intercepted the fumble basically. And then Mac Jones tried to tackle him. And that was, that was almost comical. And he just ran to the end zone and won the game uh, with time expiring. Um, it was, so do you remember the, the punt play that the Indianapolis Colts did that one time where like they, they, they were, they sent the punting team off onto the onto the field and then they started running off the field but then instead of running off the field they all like stopped and then the the gunner was on the ball well sorry he was under center with the center on the ball and all the players were off to his right and he was the only one in front and they hiked the ball and he just got mauled <laughs> do you remember yeah. that yeah oh my gosh i do remember that yeah yeah so um 
basically uh, this takes the place of that play as the worst play of all time i would yeah. say no i would i, I would totally i totally agree like and bill belichick <laughs> told them hey if you're getting tackled just go down we'll go to overtime and they didn't listen somebody's getting cut and i don't know who it is but it could be jacoby myers <laughs> yeah i mean get with the team after the season Actually, you know what? I just thought of a play. Remember that play where back in the 70s, a guy recovered the fumble, but he did a scoop and score, except unfortunately he ran the wrong direction with the fumble and he oh, ran no. it to the other teams. Yeah. For a safety. Yeah. Uh, you'll have to look that up. I'll have to look that up. But yeah. regardless. Yeah. Like comical like that. Like what was happening? Who was doing? Well, yeah. It was just crazy. Yeah. All right, well, let's move on. Uh, Chargers beat the Titans 17-14. There's not much to say about that game except that Justin Herbert is a stud um, and the Titans are not going to the playoffs. Uh, and Tannehill is out for the rest of the year. Justin Herbert threw two picks and was not very good that game. What are you talking about? Yeah, but he still like he still had one of – it was one of those games that, they're, that they usually lose, but they won. Like, oh, okay. Like, they just – Justin Herbert, man, he could throw the interceptions, but he's he's so good. It's so good. He just doesn't have anyone around. Everyone's injured on his team. Do you know right. that, like, all his offensive linemen are injured? Like, it's crazy. Yeah. Um, the Bengals beat the Buccaneers 34-23 in uh, a weird game that the Buccaneers were up, I think, 17-3 to um, and then lost 34-23. to uh, Maybe Tom Brady's most egregious loss in his career. Um, and then the giants beat the commanders 20 to 12. Uh, yeah, that was also a really good game and it came down to the last second and, um, the refs screwed the commanders. The refs screwed the commanders and didn't call a pass interference in the end zone. And the game was over. Uh, and, the wide receiver, and I and I don't remember which wide receiver it was, but he was getting mauled by the defensive back, and they didn't call it. And it cost them the game. And it may have cost them a playoff spot. The Giants won 20-12 to 12 and went ahead of them in the division and now have the tiebreaker. Um, and then the Packers beat the Rams 24-12 in just a really boring, stupid game. God, that game was so boring. And I hate Aaron Rodgers, and he's a douchebag. And, yeah. Okay. All right, Josh. Well, that's the games. Uh, any other final thoughts on the games last week? You didn't mention the Commanders game. How uh, was it, Terry McLaurin, or was it Johan Dotson? Actually, I just I just talked about that. Where I he literally li- just talked about that. Where he lined up and he asked the ref, "Am I good?" And oh ref- no, I didn't talk about that play. No. Yeah. Oh, so, so the refs actually screwed them twice on on that drive. Yeah, that's and that's the one that I thought you were talking about, but then you're like, oh, the guy was getting mauled. I'm like, oh, that's not the one I was talking about. Yeah, no, the um, final play of the game, like the guy was being mauled. Did you see that final play? I guess not. Oh, Heineke threw him the ball, and the guy was draped on him, and it costed them the game. But you're right. The play, I don't know if it was the play before, but the play before that, uh, Taylor, Terry McLaurin asked the referee, hey, am I offsides? Says no, and then calls the flag. Yeah. Throws the flag. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. This was a crazy week of football, man. It was a crazy week of football. Yep. Um, Nuts. What was not so crazy 
um, was my fantasy football team. They were terrible, and I'm out of the playoffs. And now we're going to talk about some fantasy football depression. So, Man, I just – yeah, I mean, the, the team you played, though, was like – I mean, they weren't going to be denied. That team – I mean, you were mathematically out of it, even if you played all the perfect players. Like, you just went up against, <laughs> like, a team that was just so unbelievably good. Like, were just, they, though? The manager they, is though? just – I mean, just were such they? a genius. He just – Oh, the things that comes out of his mouth are just always golden. <sighs> <laughs> the things that come out of his mouth are always golden. All right, Josh, as you can tell, guys, uh, I, I played Josh this week um, in our fantasy football league, and I lost. And, and it it wasn't close. But I made a lot of bad decisions. But even if I had made every right decision, and I'm telling you, I, I've tried different ways to look at it. There's no way I could have beaten Josh this week. He would have beaten me by at least two points, no matter what I did. So congratulations, Josh. You move on to the playoffs to be destroyed by the number one team in our league. That is also very true. I feel like I have a better chance of beating the number one team in the league with my team. That's Lamar might be Jackson's true. healthy. That might be true. All right. Well, let's talk about some fantasy football stuff. Fantasy football play of the week. Best player to play this week. Um, you know, we don't do a lot of this. We usually do it, you know, after and we're talking about stars and and duds. Uh, but this week, because we're doing it th- as we're going into the week, uh, we want to do a little bit different. So we're going to say our best player to play this week, um, like you're the most like jackpot player this week. And for me, for me, it, it's got to be uh, a Derrick Henry. Oh, I yeah. Know- I mean, yeah, that's. That's no, the no, dream. No. But, but I'm saying, <laughs> no, but what I'm saying in this is that if you look at his matchup this week, it's money. I mean, it's he's playing Houston, I think, if I remember right. Yeah, I mean, it's gonna look like it's gonna look like a it's gonna look like a, a high school player who's playing with five year olds. I guess what's gonna happen? Yeah, I mean, it's such a good match, and Tannehill isn't playing. You know what I mean? So like. It's just a killer play this week. So mine is Derrick Henry. Um, what do you got, Josh? I'm, I'm going with J.K. Dobbins this week. Lamar's still out, so they're gonna get, they're gonna run the ball a lot. Uh, a really deep play too would be possibly um, Gus Edwards, uh, the other running back there. I think they're gonna run it a ton. Um, Huntley is playing, I believe, and they did He's not. He's not been good. He's not. He's not been good. So. Um, we're also doing uh sit of the week, which is like a player that you maybe would be played that maybe you shouldn't play. Uh, and I'm taking the guy across from him on the running back slot, Tyler Algier. Uh, this last week he had like a huge game. And I feel like a lot of people are going to look at this and be like, Oh man, this is just going to be a running game because <laughs> you know, both backup quarterbacks are in. Um, I don't chase the points of Tyler Algier. He looked, he looked pretty good last week, but right. Honestly, generally speaking, <laughs> Like, beginning of this year till now, like, uh, he does not look great in general. If you go back and look at his points, he has not done well. So don't chase the points this week. I'm not saying it's impossible that he has a good game. I just think that he has a bad matchup. He's not going to be the guy that gets most of the touches. And he's just, I don't think he's that good of a player. So, and, and it also is possible, although unlikely, that they could be down. It's much more likely than the other way around. So, the rookie quarterback may be throwing the ball more, which uh, also would favor Cordell Patterson. So, okay. who, you got, who you got for the sit of the week? 
Drake London, another. That's so funny that you chose an Atlanta player. I did too. Drake London is is my uh, uh, matchup of the week that I wouldn't play. Um, I know he's playing Baltimore defense and they have like the 25th ranked against wide receivers, but I'm telling you, it's Desmond Ritter. Um, it's going to be Baltimore and they need to win. They are going to, are, there's no way that Drake London goes off this week. And I think the, in our league, someone actually is playing him in the, in the flex, but that's my answer. Uh, Drake London, um, the pickup of the week, uh, waiver wire pickup. You know, Lamar Jackson, if he's not playing, uh, which I'm not sure if he is or not, uh, if you have another quarterback that's out and you just need to pick up someone on your waiver and it's a thin waiver, Sam Darnold playing the Lions this week, that seems like a like a gold mine because the Lions are going to score points and they're going to have to pass. Um, so I, I would say Sam Darnold. Yeah, that, that Detroit defense is really weak too. Yeah. So, I mean, that is desperate though. That is like... Oh, yeah, that's like... Full There's desperation. Right. Yeah. Um, my my pickup and play guy of the week, uh, James Cook is available on uh, 67% of uh, waiver wires. He is playing the Bears, which they're not dead last in run defense, but they are pretty close. And I don't see a I don't see a way that the Buffalo Bills are not up this game most of this game. And so I do think that James Cook will get a lot of run. I don't think this is going to be a ceiling play. I think this is more of like a like a 12 to 16 point play. I think the floor on this one's going to be pretty high. I don't think you're really going to see less than like eight, eight to 10 points um, in the worst case scenario. So uh, James Cook is mine. Pick up and play. Um, who do you got? Are you? That was your pick and play. Who's your uh, dropper grenade guy of the week? <laughs> it's the name of our things. You might want to, um, you, you might want to explain that with this one a little so, more. We're going to do a grenade player, which is a player that someone might pick up and play, but you know will actually do terrible. Like it's like it's a trap. All right. Like the old school saying from Star Wars, it's a trap. All right. Um, And my answer to that is Zach Moss. All right. Zach Moss has Deion Jackson that he's trying to get plays with, but he's going up um, in a game against uh, the Chargers, which isn't a great run defense. But I, I, I just feel like this is fool's gold. So my, I'm actually living my dropper grenade player of the week and I dropped Deonta Foreman so that possibly someone might pick him up and play him and just be, cause he, a does not have good matchups this week or next week. B they really, I mean, I don't know what's going on. He had a good matchup last week. He got nine yards on 10 carries. Uh, I don't right. think he's a reasonable play this year, the rest of the year. So yeah, get rid of them. Some other team might be weak and desperate. They might pick them up and just throw them in. Because, you know, Deontay had three, four games this year that were actually pretty pretty baller. One that was actually, I think he was running back one. Right, uh, right. Um, no, I think that was the week that Alvin Kamara went off. So I think he was running back two. But, um, but yeah, that's, uh, that's my dropper grenade player of the week. All right, Josh. Well, man. Uh, it's time uh, for you to do your, if you know this, your nerd question of the week, and I'm ready. Well, given it that it's the Christmas season, I thought I would have a Christmas-themed question this year. And okay. this year, we have a lot of games playing the day before Christmas, because Christmas comes on a Sunday. However, I would like to turn your attention to Christmas Day games. And I'd like you to tell me, Dave, what player scored the most touchdowns? in a Christmas Day game, ever. 
<laughs> um, Sean Alexander. <laughs> hey, he had that year where he had like 27 touchdowns or something. No, it was not Sean Alexander. Much okay. more recent than what, Sean Alexander. What position? Running back. And this is including passing TDs. So not even a quarterback has, th- has thrown for what amounted to be six touchdowns. What? That's how many touchdowns they got? Six? Yep. On Christmas Day? Christmas Day. What year? Oh, man. I think it was 2017. Let me oh, wow. So not long ago. Taysom Hill. No. Oh, Le'Veon Bell. No. Okay, I give up. Who is it? And actually, it was um, 2020. Uh, it was Elvin Kamara. He had six touchdowns on Christmas Day. Wow. That's crazy. Wow. Yep. Is he playing Christmas Day again? Uh, no, he's not. No? Okay. Darn it. No, no. He's playing at noon tomorrow. Okay. I was going to do most passing touchdowns, but there's a reason how come I decided to back out of that one. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, let's go ahead and talk about our greatest, greatest player born on Christmas. Like, you see, we're so holiday driven. Like, we're so filled with the spirit right now. Um, greatest player born on Christmas, not today, um, uh, is Kenny the Snake Stabler. Uh, I know, Josh, you got some thoughts on this, but before we before I hear your thoughts, um, he was born on Christmas Day, but he played for Alabama was a second rounder that the Raiders drafted. He played for 17 years, 10 with Oakland. He was the MVP of the 1974 season and he was the he was the quarterback of the first Raiders team to win a Super Bowl, which was Super Bowl 11. And he's a Hall of Famer in 2016. Also, and this is going to blow your mind, especially after like once you hear what Josh says, um he was the quarterback of the 1970s all-decade team. Except that he wasn't really all that good. Except that he's the he was the fastest quarterback to get to um a hundred wins in a he did it in 150 50 games. Except that he threw for almost 30 more interceptions than touchdowns in his career. Fair. So Fair. Uh, this is definitely a Joe Namath type of player where he actually had just one year that he was just epic. And and honestly, other than just being a solid player, he's not like he's not that great. I mean, he maybe when you watched him play, you know, because obviously, you know, he played before I was born. Uh, <laughs> like maybe if you watched him play, you're like, oh no, he passes the eye test. Like, ah, ah, that's that's why he's so good. But but no, I mean on the on the stat sheets. How did he make the all seventies decade team? Like he had a seventy five passer rating for his career. Yeah, he he is the quarterback on this nineteen seventies all decade team. Crazy, just crazy. Yeah. So, so Kenny Stabler, when it gets to Christmas Day, which is only two days away, happy birthday and Merry Christmas, my friend. All right, Josh. Well, let's get into some other sports talk um, this week. Uh, free agency for the White Sox and the Cubs. Um, has been picking up. Uh, the um, White hold on, before you before you move into other sports, there was something I want to mention about the fantasy football playoffs. Oh, okay. Um, so many leagues have uh, two 
different ways, not many, all leagues have pretty much two different ways that you pick up players, right? They have the FAB system, which is stands it's FAAB, which stands for free agent acquisition bucks. And then there's the waiver system where basically either every day or once a week, uh, once the players play their game, they are unavailably picked up until Wednesday. And then uh, you can either put in a waiver claim to get first priority or wait till waivers clear. And then you pick up a player without a waiver. So those waiver priority number ones in those league are really important. And then your fab dollars are really important. However, it's in the playoff. You're in the playoffs now. So, and you can't take that stuff home with you. So make sure that you get the player you want, even if it's just a slight upgrade, even if it's just like a defense, like going from maybe you have the chargers against uh, Arizona or mm-hmm. no, wait, not Arizona. No, maybe you have uh Tampa Bay against Arizona and the chargers versus uh, gosh, I can't Indianapolis. Um, like you need want to just upgrade a little bit, spend all it, all of it. Cause you're, you need those points. You're, you're yeah. almost to the championship. You need every point you can get. Spend it on the little upgrades. Spend it. Spend it. Spend it. Yeah. But you have a rule, like, in the season, uh, only use it for a running back if you have the top waiver priority. Generally speaking, yeah. I mean, I don't – even this year, I think the only, like, what, waiver pickups at wide receiver were George Pickens. For, like, I think I saw a waiver claim going for, and he obviously wasn't worth it. I mean, a couple other players, like – I mean, Wilson. If, if Garrett Wilson was, was a waiver pickup. Someone was forced to drop T Higgins in one of my leagues. So obviously I spent my, my first priority waiver on him. Okay. Like yeah. that's, a, yeah. Okay. That's a different story. But I mean like a, like a rookie wide receiver, generally speaking, you can wait till the waivers clear and probably pick him up. And if you don't, then you get to move up a little bit. And then the, when the next running back injury happens, cause I mean, I mean, I've had so many injuries at running back this year, but because I saved my waiver claim, I was able to get that hot pickup every single time. And I kept my team afloat. You know, that's why I'm in the semifinals. Um, I don't know if you know this, but I lost Javante Williams. Then I lost, you know, Jeff William, Wilson to Christian McCaffrey. And then I lost Jeff Wilson again. And then <laughs> <laughs> I just, I, I lost so many running backs this year. Uh, it's, it was just sad. It's just sad. All right, Josh. Well, well, thanks for that tidbit, but it was very selfish of you because now we can't talk about mouse ru- mouse racing. That's right. That's a real sport, folks. Uh, but until until next week when we can talk about it, stay cynical. Bye. Uh-huh.